there, cookieers. Welcome to Cookies for Lunch, the podcast, where we talk about all things cookie. I am Cynthia Raven from Sugar Chat Cookie Studio. I'm joined by my great friends, Sandra Seegers, Sherry Wyrock, and Nancy Westfall. We are four established cookie friends who talk regularly about the cookie world. So we thought we would invite you to listen in. We hope you enjoy the conversations. Welcome to episode two, Brand You. So one of the first things that we wanted to open with is the latest cookie news, and um, it was really kind of caking cookie news, but I attended Subflow last weekend, and it was in Miami, Florida. Um, <laughs> it was in Miami, Florida, and I had a great time. I was there to assist Julia. She was doing a demo there, and then we ended up, um, the vendor hall was amazing, and it's a really kind of geared toward cake cakers, um, cake makers. And, um, but there was a lot of cookie things there and you could see that there was a lot of new cookie tools and, um, you know, a lot of those things are transferable anyway, but there was a lot of cookie classes and, um, it was a great time. I will say they have a fabulous gala Saturday night where they give away, um, awards. They had a hero award and, uh, Nicholas Lodge won that. Um, it was originally supposed to be in 2020, so even on the backdrop of the stage, it said SoFlow 2020 because they never got to have it because of the pandemic. It kept getting postponed. So um, he won the Hero Award, and Debbie from Icing Images won Retailer of the Year Award. And there was a few other names that we know as, as, as cookieers, and, um, but there was a lot of um, great speeches and uh, a lot of beautiful cakes to look at and their montages and and it was dress up fancy dress up we got to wear long gowns and that was super fun because haven't had to do that had the opportunity to do that for a while so anyway so i will let um, my fellow uh, podcasters introduce themselves and then we'll start the show Hi, I'm Sandra. Uh, and let me tell you, Cindy, I saw some of those pictures that you posted from that gala, and I would love that and hate it all at the same time. <laughs> but that looked well, like so much fun. It was a lot of extra packing, I will say, and you know me. Um, I didn't know what shoes I was going to wear, and I actually took three dresses because I couldn't decide which one I wanted to wear. Anyway, yeah, so I think that would become a whole nother issue. And, you know, cookie con is a longer, so it would be a lot of packing. Yeah, but it looked like it so was. much fun. It was. And I am Sherry Wyrock and I'm with Smart Cookies Bakery. And I'm kind of with Sandra. I was like, oh, I want to get all fancy, but yeah, I don't want to have to pack all that for cookie con. <laughs> but what was the crowd like? Is it the same kind of numbers, like 600, 900 people, 200? Yeah. I really don't have any idea, um, but the vendor hall, it seemed to be, I mean, it was packed. I mean, on Saturday, it was packed. Um, it was hard to weave through, but somebody made the comment that the actual vendor hall is a little bit more narrow, so it seemed, you know, the aisles were close, and so it seemed like there was, you know, a lot more people there, but uh, I really don't know the numbers. I don't know, but they had classes going on. Um, even before the event started, and then they had classes and demos on Saturday and Sunday. So it was it was full. There was a, a lot of people there. So I will say that if if CookieCon decides to add a fancy dress gala, 
you all will be seeing the exact same dress every time. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. We could all just swap. We could. We could. Um, I don't know. I think Cindy's dress might drag the floor on me. She's a little taller than I am. Hi, I'm Nancy Westfall, everybody. I'm the colorful cookie. I'm here listening in the background. I did not see any pictures from Soflo either. I haven't had time to look yet. I've been so busy in my own group, but I don't love getting dressed up like that. I had enough of that in high school and then early on when I was younger, and I don't like it at all. I'd rather wear my comfy jeans. Well, it was fun. I mean, I, I, I liked it, and it was fun to see a lot of the dresses and things like that. And and apparently they have a best dress contest, and you guys all know Blake Shelton. And um, his uh, his outfit was pretty fabulous. So Did he win? Uh, no, somebody else oh. won. But Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I got to see the outfit. I know, right? I didn't post any individual posts. I did a story and I just added things to that because it was just busy. It always is. And you always try to make time with, you know, people that you haven't seen in a long time. And Nancy, I finally got to meet uh, Mandy from Loran Oils. And um, yeah, nice. and she's adorable. And um, it, it was great to see her. She was there with her husband and they were doing like a little mini vacay. So uh, I would have loved to have met her. Someday I'll yeah. meet her. Yep. Yep. I think she really wants to get more involved in cookie con and uh, more cookie events. And um, I know you got an email too, but I'm going to be doing a live with them. It's her 60th anniversary. And so they ask if um, certain people that they support for their classes and stuff, um, if we would be willing to do that. So I'm going to be live for like 30 minutes on a and a with them May 20th yep. on their, on their site. Do you know what time yet? I'm doing 11. So what time I are you? I said... Two, two thirty, or three. So I'll okay. get one of those time slots. I hope. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll be there too. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Okay. So what's the topic today, ladies? Well, this We're is episode two. <laughs> brand you. And our sound has improved. Except if you heard the big pause in the front, it was because I was watching Nancy's face. And she was doing all these things with her hands. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? What did I say? I think she was talking to Sherry. I was. Sherry was on mute. And I thought, (laughs) Sherry's going to talk next and she's going to be on mute. So I was was looking straight at Sherry on my screen, but I know. It looked like you were looking straight at me. me. (laughs) I know. Um, I'm sorry. I got off of mute. I know, but you waited for a really long time. (laughs) Anyway... So again, this is all, see, see, we're better with the sound now, but then, um, you know, this is all a learning process. This is episode two. So, um, yeah. So we are all remote. We're all in our own homes. If you hear dogs barking in the background, that's mine. I have two new pups and an old lady pup. Um, and it's, I think we have it all figured out. We all have our microphones. We all have our headphones. I think that the sound quality is going to be a hundred percent better, but you still may hear a dog barking in the background or or a kid other people yelling. in my house who are upstairs and hard of hearing and can't hear me, but I can clearly hear them. Yes. So, so I'm trying to text this, them to tell them to go in another room. It is real life and you may hear some sounds in the background, but there's nothing we can do about that. Hey, but that's been the last two years of everybody's life. Yes. Flexibility. Yes, right, for right. sure. Well, let's talk about brand you. Okay. Let's talk about it. So 
this is a, a we we are re-recording some of the um the the two that we had originally talked about and brand you was one of them and we you know Cynthia is in HR and she is um great at knowing like how to put your best foot forward and what you put out on social media what you put out on whatever is is your business you are your business and we all should be mindful of that on on what we do um yeah I, I, I taught a class at my former job. I, I wrote it and it was because I felt like a lot of people, um, you know, at the company that I worked at, it's not just about how you're doing your job, but how you're presenting things, how you interact with others, because somebody can be great at their job, but if they don't play well with others, you know, that's that can be an issue too. So I was trying to develop a class that was, you know, if you sell a widget, you want your widget to be the best one that it can be. Well, if, if, if you are your brand, then of course you want to put the best foot forward for yourself, how you present yourself, um, how you interact with other people. And, and in addition to your work, you know, the consistency of the product that you're submitting. And I think what we had talked about, Sandra, was I was I mean, I, I always felt like I took good pictures for my Instagram, but then all of a sudden I noticed that people were stylizing the photos and I actually texted Sandra and I was like, what is happening? And she posted something right then and it was a stylized, <laughs> a stylized photo. photo. Oh, what is happening now? But I mean, it's, we've talked about this before too, is when somebody see, when people have told me, when I see yours, I, you know, it's, you know it's your cookies. You know people will say when I see something pop up, I know that that's yours, and that to me is is great because that means that I do have a brand and people recognize that. So I think that's important from you know the photos that you take and and you know even some of the wording and things like that. So I think yeah, that's I important. I have um. I'm a I'm the worst at putting myself in front of the camera. I I I don't. I don't do reels. I don't do lives like Nancy does every Thursday. And and I know that that's how social media is going. That they want that content out there. Um, but you put a great photo out there. I mean, everybody knows this, and it will. I mean, the cookies, yes, are part of it, but the photo, the stylized way that you did it is what gets traffic. Um, and I'll be the first one to tell you if after I take a photo, I am zooming in on every <laughs> angle of that photo to make sure that there's no hair, to make sure there's no, nothing in there. Or a broken because, edge or something that you didn't yeah, see. Yeah, the edge right? of my desk, it's gotten off my backdrop. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I make sure that it's perfection. And um, I think you really do need to stylize them. Um, it's hard, but I think you do. And I'm always looking for that perfect tray. Right. Also, right. when I post a f picture, are you zooming in on mine? I zoom in <laughs> on everyone's. That's we all do it. I we don't do it. I don't you have time don't? for that. No, I don't have really? time for that. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, but I am pretty cognizant of posting or posting on my uh, story on Instagram, you know, 
I'm a little, oh, I'd say opinionated on politics or religion. No, things not like, you. <laughs> things like what? that. But on my Smart Cookies Bakery page, I try to really stay away from that. And because that's not the brand I went out there with my cookies necessarily. Isn't or, it funny how that works? How people remember the person, the cookie person that posted a political picture? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and I saw someone today and I was like, ooh, I didn't know that's what she thought about X. And it was just interesting to me. Um, but that goes back to your brand. The cookie brand needs to be separate from me. The personal. For part of it. Right. You know, but then again, people buy from people they like. Yeah. So there is a fine line. But I think that's part of why there's, you know, people have personal pages, you know, with just their name or whatever. And that's where maybe post personal pictures or, or, or things like that. But again, once your name is out there and it's attached to your business, it's all kind of gets commingled, you know. But, I, but yeah. like Nancy, Nancy's great on like the colorful cookie because all the colors, the fonts, that's another piece of it, you know, is making sure that you're consistent with the fonts you're using, the color schemes, the color palette. I mean, Nancy's done a really good job with that. I I definitely don't ever make a political post on my pages. I don't think business and politics for us anyway mix. And I don't care what you think politically, whether you're on my side or not on my side. I don't want to know that. I don't want that to ever influence my thinking. And so I'll, you'll never see me make a political post on my business pages, but I do believe that keeping things consistent is important. Like my colors, my fonts, and everybody knows when they see that playful, bright colored font, that that's me. And I even did my cookie-a-thon logo in the same font, mm -hmm. but I do it in solid colors. So hopefully people relate that to me because, well, not everybody knows I'm cookie-a-thon, but I've heard people say, oh, I recognize that font right away. So I've tried to keep that consistent. And when I post other people's photos, I usually share cookier's photos in the Cookieathon Facebook group, people who post on my page, people who post in the Colorful Cookie Club Facebook group. I'm always sharing their photos for inspiration. And I used to share my own when I had time to decorate cookies, but that was like six years ago. So for years, I've been sharing other people's photos and I do that with their permission. I always ask um, and try to tag them. Did you hear me say, um, I'm going to try not to say, um, <laughs> all four of us are going to think I did earlier, <laughs> but I do feel like branding is very important for people to look at something and know it's you. I can look at lots of cookiers photos that I follow mm -hmm. and not even see their name or their logo. And I know instantly whose it, it is, is because their cookies are their brand. Cindy's cookies are her brand. When I see her work, I know immediately, Hey, that's a Cindy cookie. When I see Sandra's, I know immediately because her sets are always cohesive. Like the mm -hmm. other day, she had an avocado theme I know it was adorable, and Sandra. it was a new baby theme. And I, only you could put the two of those things together and make it look adorable. It was oh, cute. Thank you. It was, it was very clever. And You're good at that. I know when I see Sherry's, I just 
I know by her photo because even her photos are consistent with her brand. You just know people. When I see, I don't know, semi-sweet Mike or mm-hmm. um, I got an email from, uh, I'm trying to think, Ann York's. Uh, Ann York's. Yes, Flower Box Bakery. Bakery. Mm-hmm. And I knew immediately when I pulled it up, I didn't even see the name. I was just clicking the arrow to go through my emails and I just saw the photo and you just know. And to me, a cookie is someone's brand. Well, and we talked about before when we did it with the really bad sound and we wanted to redo this um, about how, yes, that that's super important. But when you're first starting out, you can start out simple with that by just, if you're just posting pictures, you don't have business cards yet. You haven't made your logo totally or, or whatever, because we've talked about this a lot in just like in this, with this podcast, if you wait till everything's perfect, you'll never get started, you know, and it's a learning process. I mean, we, I mean, all of this is a learning process. Nancy is super smart with all the technology pieces, but just getting the right headphones and the right microphones and being able to connect together so we we don't have to invade Nancy's house and and be there every time. I mean, there'll be lots of times that I think we will do it together, you know, in the same place. I mean, I'm hoping we can do little field trips and, you know, do it from there and different things like that. I was hoping that maybe we could do it from Miami and I could maybe interview some people, but we didn't have uh, everything together and, and I should have done like a live or something, but it just, it was very hectic in that vendor hall. I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, you know, trying to get through there. So I remember when I first it was years ago. I've been make, doing cookies for about seven years now. And I remember when when I could look at cookies and go, oh, those are so-and-sos. Oh, right. those are so-and-sos. And the pressure, the pressure that mm. I put on myself to get there, to get there to, for you to be able to say, oh, that's her cookie. I know it immediately. And I guess, do you think that it's just time practice? Do you mm-hmm. think it's finding your own groove? For, for me, it was one customer that asked for a, not necessarily a favorite things, but she wanted to celebrate her friend and she wanted to give her cookies of stuff that she loved. Um, and they were not cohesive at all. So I had to figure out how to how make to it make cohesive. cohesive yeah. And I think that that's when I kind of found my, my groove, I think, but that took years. Well, years. I think it, I think it does. And I think it takes practice. I mean, I know I had told you this before, Sandra, like I had never been because of my HR, I'd never been on social media because I, we had employees in seven States and anyway, I hadn't done that. And when I finally did, I, you know, discovered this whole world out there and found that there was actually more than just me in Kansas City that was making cookies. Um, it, I, I, I found, you know, uh, Georgian, Lila Loa. I found, you know, Sweetums. I found, I mean, you know, there was a lot, a sweet sugar bell. And I was, I was like loving these cookies. So I would try to incorporate. And I remember my daughter said, she goes, mom, she goes, those are really cute but I like the way you do them and don't try to be. And I just think that's the, and I saw a quote last week and it was about 
just be the best you can be. And yes, it's great to take classes and learn things, but figure out how to take those things and incorporate them into your own style. You know, whether it's just one tool on how to make a flower or whatever, you know what I mean? Just being able to, so that you're not copying something, but making it your own. And I think that's the biggest thing that, that, that I've learned along the way in seeing other people and incorporating something or trying something. Cause you know, you see, you see somebody else's and you're like, Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. You know? Yeah. I, I would say, like to say that right. we're using that as inspiration, as a springboard for our own ideas. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I think that's something that's been being done since the beginning of time. Everybody uses other ideas as a springboard. And I think that's perfectly okay. Yeah. I think for me, and I've said it in one of my classes, that the best thing that I could do for myself was to get off Pinterest. Just get off of it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't do Pinterest at all. Quit looking at other people's work. Quit comparing yourself. Right, right. Quit, quit trying to be the next for lack of sugar bell. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's quit just be what you are. And I think that cookies get to be a little bit more fun than well, they when you do. do that. And like I do a lot of corporate orders where it's, you know, 50 of the same design, 50 of the next design, 50 of the next design, and they're not always cohesive. You know, so I'll look at Sandra's and go, oh, that's so cute. Well, I can't do that for a corporate order. But at the same time, I'm going to say I'm lazy and I only want to mix so much icing and have, you know, Mm -hmm. four designs for 200 cookies. So that I, you know, I found my niche there and I like it. Now I do have a balance of the like the personal orders, the individual orders. Um, but Sandra, something you're always really good at is you watermark everything. And I yeah. don't. And I Nancy's always saying so often. Yeah. Well, and I've tried different watermarking apps and Nancy's always like, send me pictures, watermark it. And I'm like, I'll just send you a picture. I don't care if it's watermarked because I don't think anybody's going to copy my stuff. You but, never know. If you're my customer and you want to see a picture, which I rarely send a preview. Rarely, oh, I don't send previews. I will do it for like, I had a neighbor. She's a pretty good friend. And she had a set that she wanted me to do for her that were very important to her. I mean, they're all important to them, but this one was extra special. And I sent her the picture. I watermarked the picture that I sent my friend. <laughs> I watermarked everything. Your Canva so is so it. easy to use to watermark, and you can have that on your phone, your iPad now. But what do you guys use to watermark? Sandra, I use what's the watermark quick? app, and it's super easy. I put my logo in there. I uploaded my logo, and so I, it just uploads pictures and it puts it on there. And depending on what the color of the photo is, I can change the color of the logo so that it stands out. You know what I mean? So you can see it. And but I just forget to do. I mean, I I'm just terrible about that. I, I use Easy E Z Y watermark app. It is free. You can yeah, upload your too. actual watermark or you can use text and you can do different colors, text, different fonts. You can do whatever you want mm-hmm. and it's free. Yeah, mine's free. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, Canvas free too. It but. is 
I've started doing um, just text because I, I don't know, I used to like put like a big, huge white <laughs> watermark on my logo right on the corner and try to capture some of my cookies. But I think that that's too distracting. So I don't started, use my full logo with my, my yeah. avatar person. I just use the words and I usually put it in a corner somewhere, but yeah. when I do it, when I remember to do it, but that's part of the branding thing too, is you want people to know that that's yours and not, you know, not have somebody else, you know, use it as theirs, which, I mean, that's never happened to me that I know of, but I know it has happened to some people. Before. I think you kind of, I mean, is that, the, is that where you've made it when somebody Yeah, when somebody photo. copies with your water. Yeah, maybe. You know what your they photo? say about flattery. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's flattered right. by mine. And but I, no, I think you're absolutely right, Sandra, yeah. about finding your own niche and finding what is is good for you and where, and, and, and I think that's important because just like Nancy said, getting inspiration everywhere, you know, and that was something that, and I don't want to keep going back to that, but even all of the cake people that were getting awards, they talked about how getting they get inspiration from everybody in the room. And I think we all feel that way too. And just sitting there, like I've already ordered something that I saw somebody use on a cake that I've never used before. And it's supposed to be here today. And I'm so excited. Um, it's rice glutinous paper and not like glutinous, like it's gluten, but it's Anyway, it's this very, but it's transparent. It's so oh, fine it's like and cellulose. Yeah, stuff it looks or... like kind of glassine or something. Yeah, but there was a beautiful cake, and they had anyway. I won't go into all that, but I'm super excited because it's supposed to be here, and I think there's some possibilities with that. And that's part of it too, is exploring I... things, you know, and having yeah. d disasters or happy accidents. <laughs> <laughs> and they get eaten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what do you Always. what do you guys think is the most important to have facebook page instagram pinterest mm -hmm. uh email list website i think it's all important in different ways but depends uh, on who you are and your target audience i think like my people are on facebook, facebook. and my mm -hmm. facebook group is where i spend all of my time I do post on Pinterest and Instagram. You do Pinterest. Mm -hmm. But I have always, and so I've never stopped it. And I do get a lot of, you know, I can get the analytics. And the numbers are always up for me on Pinterest. But I do something outside of decorating cookies. So I found my niche. It was just not decorating. It was teaching people how to design stencils and cutters and use Procreate and all those things. But so for me, I feel like Facebook is where my people are mostly. I don't get a whole lot of interaction on Instagram. I get some, but I get a ton of interaction on Facebook every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook for me too. It, um, I only take my orders in one spot and it started with Facebook. So I never changed it. So you can't even order from me through Instagram. And I'm going to say 95% of my followers on Instagram are other cookie people. Um, and I just think that's, so, that's like so unsettling for me that you take orders on Facebook because what happens if Facebook goes away or like that one day yeah. Facebook and Instagram went down. So fortunately for me and, and I, you know, you scramble. I had an order that was due. There was zero communication um, I needed to figure out how to get a hold of this 
customer and um, I went to my square, you know, where I send my invoices and I had her email. So I just, you know, emailed her through there um, where there's a will, there's a way, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's my customers. Um, I agree. It's more cookie people that follow on Instagram uh, or dog people because I have my dogs. Actually, one just barked. Um, and then I do LinkedIn. And I get, yeah. Do you post cookie pictures on LinkedIn? I do. Really? I post cookie pictures. I post about um, rising prices. The eggs are not seven cents anymore. And they're not 11 cents anymore. You know, the price increases mm-hmm. and and the conversations are different. But I that's where I get a lot of my hotel business. That's interesting because I always thought of that as just corporate work. Like I'm on LinkedIn for my day job, you know, because especially if we're hiring people or we've posted a position or whatever, but I hadn't thought of using it the other way too. So yeah. Well, and there's, there's a handful of cookie people out there. Um, And it always surprises me when some more successful cookiers aren't on LinkedIn. It's like, how are you getting those big corporate orders if you're not on LinkedIn? So, and that's where I follow my hospital people are there. No, it just depends on, especially since that's the clientele that you cater to. That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you have a commercial kitchen. I couldn't take any cause I, I don't have a commercial kitchen. So, you know, there's that also, but that's a great idea. I mean, if that's yeah. what you do and that's your niche, I would have never thought LinkedIn. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Because you see people that, um, what is it, Ann Murad? I mean, all of her stuff was like corporate logos and things like that, you know? Um, so, yeah, I could see. I mean, I just hadn't thought of that either. I mean, I I just always think of it as my day job, you know, site that I have to do. Now, I did, I did add a line at the bottom that said I also, but the majority of it's for work. And really, just because if we post an open position or something like that. Well, especially for you, because you like to teach cookie classes and you could put uh, there's a lot of people that do team bonding team building all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff yeah that's a great idea thank you sherry you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) anything else to add or think about well what's up for next time (laughs) (laughs) what was it you were talking about it earlier nancy it's the c word word. oh the c word yeah which one? Content oh. and customers and customers. Oh, oh yeah. See, that's, yeah, that's a really good transition too from talking about where we post and stuff to because I, I was just going to say I think it's about what you're trying to gain. And I have found, especially after Cookieathon, because I'm on Instagram more, but after Cookieathon, I have a lot more traffic mm-hmm. in Facebook, which I have found very interesting because I don't, I personally don't use it as much. So. Cookieathon would never have grown so big without Facebook because it exploded. And I just feel like there are so many cookiers for me, more cookiers for me on Facebook. So yeah, you can, we can talk about content there versus Instagram because Mm -hmm. it is different. It is different. It is. It is, but you need them both, right? Yes. You need them both. (laughs) Just, just more to do. 
<laughs> no kidding. Thing. Yes. So, okay. Well, do we um, do we know when um, our next one? It would probably be in like a week, right? Yeah, I think we'll we decided drop, on so. weekly. Okay. Going to drop on Wednesdays, Sherry. Yes. All right. Do we did we decide a time early in the morning? I think early in the morning, so we can get the people that have to commute to a regular job that aren't uh, able to have the flexibility of their own schedule or. You know, they're dropping the kids How off. How early and... are we talking? <laughs> well, we don't have to be up. It drops when we yeah, want it to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And I, then I, I know we, we talked talk about, about doing some live ones, too. So, yes, we yeah. talked about going live on the same afternoon or evening that our okay. podcast drops. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I wonder if we could get one, get this one dropped tonight. Hmm. 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 Huh. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe next week. I don't know. Well, thank you guys for really like hanging on with us because the audio, you know, we've never done this before and we tried. um, It was a, it was a lot of fun getting together and hopefully we can do it at some point. I don't, I don't know. Maybe we can figure something out, but um, it sounds like this will probably be the best way to do it. And we're going to try to, if, eventually upload the video to YouTube. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we can let the Facebook group know when we do that, right? Yes. (laughs) And we are cookies for lunch podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks everybody. Thank Thank you. you. It was nice to see you guys. It was good seeing you guys. Bye. Oh, yeah. I'm supposed to do the... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like, wow, that went great. Hold on, everybody. Just for a second. Um, oh, gosh. See? Trial and error. So, thank P.S. you for spending time with us as we dove into the topics we talked about today. We hope you found at least one little nugget of information that resonated with you. Please subscribe and give our new podcast a rate. We know there are many places where you can get your cooking knowledge and we truly appreciate that you choose to listen to us. Please visit the show notes for any links related to the episode. You'll also find Cookies for Lunch website, Facebook page, Facebook group, and Instagram links. Come join us.